episode 59, 59 of uh, FNI Rap Chan, <laughs> 59, God, time does fly, uh, 60 podcasts, 60 different people came and sat down and had a chat with us, it's really humbling, uh, considering that they do it for free, um, so thank you to everybody who takes time out of their schedules, some of which um, uh, really push things aside to come in and have a chat with us, so we really appreciate that. Um, is our all rapper. Um, so yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, so welcome to Rap Chat uh, with myself, Paul Butler Lennox, and uh, Paul Webster. Uh, flying solo like Amelia Earhart across uh, the Irish Channel uh, today. Um, so Paul's not here. So today I'm very lucky to be joined by Fiona Kinsella, who is a producer and a director at a uh, director. MD, I should say, of Jumper Productions. Uh, Jumper produces a lot of uh, commercial content and represents directors, and uh, Fiona herself is a producer who's produced a number of short films for Screen Ireland uh, and is, uh, generally speaking, a, a, um, a connoisseur of young talent uh, helping to uh, get people... Uh, get people out there and uh, she's a, a brilliant supporter of particularly up and coming talent in this country um, film talent um, so as always if you'd like to support Film Network Ireland do us a favour head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash FNI um, as we mentioned earlier we do this for free, as do the guests who come in. So it's nice, quite literally, to be able to buy them a coffee. Uh, so that's why we chose that platform, as opposed to like Patreon or um, any of the others that, that are out there at the moment. So yeah, subscribe, share, all that type of stuff, so that you can get notifications of when we've thrown up an episode. Uh, so yeah, episode 59... Fiona Kensler, how are you now? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for coming in. You're very good. Ah, thanks for having me. Ah, sure, you're great. Uh, Fiona's a producer and a... What else are you? A producer. <laughs> a producer, that's enough, says you. You know, organising absolutely everything uh, in, in relation to film and, and, and commercials. Uh, uh, how are you doing today? I'm grand, thank you. Yeah, what yeah. are you working on? Are you working on anything? Uh, just... Finishing up a, a short for uh, the Screen Ireland. So it's part of the Short Stories Initiative. Okay. So that will premiere in Galway in July. Lovely, exciting. And then just starting to get some longer format uh, projects off the ground at the moment. So that's something that's kind of new to us. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Now all the same, discovering or new entering new water, as it were. It's exciting, a little bit daunting, but you know what? Um, I think we're really up for sure, it. Sure, fuck so, it, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a nice thing to do, and they're really lovely projects. I think they have to be something that you are really into because you're going to be living with them for a long time. So, But I really love them. So, yeah, so there's uh, a couple of features and uh, um, possibly a documentary as well. So, okay, yeah. what kind of genre is it? Uh, 
Uh, the genre, um, kind of, I love comedy. Okay. So uh, there is, it's a kind of, one of them is, it's sort of a heist. Uh, it probably, we're still kind of writing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't look at that as, <laughs> as well. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Just look, there's a, there's a, there's a uh, corkboard thing here. Just raise it in the air and we can go, oh, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that all sounds really interesting. Kind of new, new ground, breaking new ground for you. Yeah. Um, I w- so I wanted to, I suppose, talk to you about. Well, number one, we'll we'll start by uh, just asking you about how film happened for you. Um, if that you know, if that's not a big enough question to start. No, with. It, it's actually. I think from when I was a, a kid, it was always something I wanted to do. So I'm from Wexford, and. Okay. Um, well, I'm a Waxford. Oh, from Waxford, Hall. Um, so it was something that I always wanted to do, and I kind of always dreamed about doing it. I actually thought I wanted to be an actress, which was insane because, like, I am really shy sometimes, and I was I was <laughs> painfully shy then. Um, and so I I thought I wanted to be an actress. Um, so uh, it was something I dreamed about doing, um, but was really nervous about pursuing it. Okay. Um, um, at the time. The points for like communication studies were huge, and there was absolutely no way I was getting into there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up doing um, European studies in UCC. Well, that's what I went into UCC to do was European studies, and I was the idea was I was supposed to probably segue yeah, into yeah. journalism or something like that through that. All roads lead to Rome, kind of mentality. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. and then I kind of took the scenic route through college because. I'd been a really quiet kid in school, mm-hmm. got to college, started going out and everything. So I li- went a little bit overboard on that. So it took me a little while to, to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to go around the mountain instead of over it. Or yeah, no, once I got tr- past the initial um, hurdle of first year, I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I have a degree in English and sociology mm-hmm. and then still really, really wanted to work in film. <laughs> Um, had realised at that point in time, acting, yeah, that was not going to happen. Like, there's just <laughs> no way I'm standing on stage laying myself, my soul bare to anyone. Just, no. But there's a big kind of amateur dramatic uh, community in Wexford. It's massive, isn't it? Yeah, I was too shy. <laughs> so I didn't do that? <laughs> I wouldn't even have been able to speak to them off stage, never mind oh, on stage. God. So um, I still wanted to... to uh, work in film and but I I, I, um, I stayed in Wexford uh, just trying to figure out what postgrad I was going to do mm-hmm. and I ended up doing the postgrad in arts administration um, in UCD okay. and um, I came into that because I'd been working sort of in a heritage centre in Wexford so mm-hmm. I was either going to do arts administration or heritage studies ended up doing arts administration and through that we had to do an internship mm-hmm. And I kind of asked, you know, the way I'm supposed to be doing heritage management, would it be okay if I did my internship like in a film company? And they went, yeah. And I ended up in the Courtyard Studio in Irish Town. So at that time, it was the main video facility for films and commercials in Ireland and everything was shot on film then. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went in there for a couple of months to do work placement (coughs) and they took me on and I ended up working there for eight years. And um, so I was kind of looking after their administration. And at that time, it was, you know, uh, Michael Collins was being shot, Saving Private Ryan. So I got to work on all of these big features, you know, 
coordinating kind of the video assist facilities for that and also working on casting. So, you know, seeing them being cast. So it was an amazing place to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guys are like literally earning your stripes in a very nuts and bolts capacity, just yeah. taking everything in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Sounds then amazing. I, I wanted to study production, so I enrolled with you know it was Screen Training Ireland at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, got onto this course called Screen Producers okay. that they organised, um, which was like you know one of their their longer courses. And that was amazing. So I was on that with Paul Young from Cartoon Saloon. And oh, I thought really you meant Paul Young, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the singer. <laughs> like, what's Paul Young doing? <laughs> Paul Young doing a screen and train in Ireland, of course. But anyway, uh, uh, so formative, uh, it sounds like it was great for you. Yeah, well. it's great. And my one thing was then I, after uh, Screen Produces Ireland, Screen Training Ireland paid for me to go to Ronda in Spain to go to the media business school there. So I did Mega, which was like a master's in, in audiovisual production for the European industry. So, wow, yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then I came back here, worked in Screen Training Ireland for a little bit, worked for fantastic films just for a couple of months and then ended up going over to uh, Edinburgh to run Moonstone okay. International, which was kind of a... Um, a training and development program for writers and directors. I don't know if you're aware of it. No, 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 sorry. So it was kind of the European equivalent to Sundance. So um, I ran that for a couple of years in Scotland. So we'd organise like three screen labs a year, so two for screenwriters and one for film uh, directors. It was an amazing course. (laughs) So you got to shoot... For the directors, you got to shoot key scenes from a feature that you're actively developing. So we oh, got amazing. to do cast. Oh, amazing. Yeah, proof of concept. And yeah. Oh, amazing. It was fantastic. It was great. So I learned a lot there as well. And then I came back to Ireland and I started working for Rocket Productions, which was a commercial production company. Mm-hmm. And um, just pr- producing ads. So that was kind of going back to where it sort of started with the courtyard because obviously we were doing a lot of ads <laughs> Well, I'd seen casting and stuff for ads and stuff there. So I knew a lot of the same companies still exist now as existed then. And I knew Rocket through there. So um, I ended up coming back producing commercials with, you know, Declan Lowney. And that was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and then I set up my own company, Jumper. Uh, It'll be 10 years ago in August to produce commercials, but also kind of... Uh, online content and films and things uh, like short films because it was just around the time where online was taking off and everyone was mm-hmm. talking about viral and nobody we don't really know what this is understood yeah. it and I wanted to set up a company that can uh, capture lightning in a bottle. Well, <laughs> also I called the company Jumper because I w- wanted something. And where it came from kind of a traditional background, but yeah. was moving towards the future. Uh, like and I wanted to work with younger people who were working in the environment where we were going. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was called Jumper, was to jump from, from the traditional to, to, the, the, to yeah. the new and exciting. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, so at the time, it felt like everything was being thrown up in the air and nobody knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I think... What I set up, jumper. I think I set it up ten years too early because <laughs> <laughs> just rebrand everybody. Uh, everybody else is doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, I think what what we expected to happen then actually didn't really happen until the last couple of years yeah, because yeah. we. So I inadvertently ended up having a very kind of 
Jumper just became a kind of like a traditional advertising production company yeah. uh, with some younger directors on it. But that's not a bad thing, I think. No. Um, so now I, I'm just going back to where we started and going mm. back to the original idea of Jumper, which is why we're developing our own content as well, because it just feels like that's the right way to go. It's it. Yeah. It mm. No, no, I, I totally get you that it's uh, above anything. It's the quality of the idea, not 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 the not the arena, not the format in which it's, yeah, it, it's, it, it's sent out the pasture, as it were. It is. And it feels like uh, we're all working where there were clear lines before where you had your, your TV production companies, your film production companies, your mm -hmm. advertising production companies. There are very clear lines before. Now everyone... There's a bit, little bit of everything. There's like yeah. agency and production yeah. companies crossing and over and a lot of companies have in-house uh, videographers and all sorts of stuff is happening where they're creating their own content. It's all very confusing out there. Nobody really knows. Yeah. I mean, even when you go to these like agencies and film companies, sites, like there's so many mixed messages. Mm-hmm. And they have videos and that it's just it's all very confusing. Yeah. Like if I was a brand or a marketing manager, you wouldn't know where to start or where to go or who to contact. Or and a lot of brands are bring, doing, producing their own content. Yeah, yeah. If you look at what Paddy Power is doing at the minute yeah. as well, like that's amazing. So I, ch I just think, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Rather than sitting here waiting for the phone to ring, let's, you know, do our own thing and, and figure out how to fund it ourselves. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I've been doing... I've produced, I'm not sure how many kind of like shorts. Uh, a lot. A lot of short films over the last 10 years. So it's kind of about time I did something grown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And there's, I mean, God knows there's an influx of such amazing material out there, Irish material and, and successful. Yeah. Like not only how are we making material which we're flogging off, which is more universal, we're doing more... Irish oriented content yeah. that's finding an audience yeah and it, I think um, it's not it's it's Irish voices and mm -hmm. I think the, the 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 things that I like and that I respond to are genuine they're not trying to be something else they're mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to they come from the heart yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're trying to say something that y you want to say or the director wants to say and yeah. um, I really like that yeah um, yeah, it, 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 it seems as if we're not we're not afraid to be Irish anymore. No. And we're it's not even it's a different kind of Irish as well. It's a, us now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not afraid to be who we are as well. Yeah. Yeah, we're not the traditional kind of uh, closeted Irish people. <laughs> is is uh, you know where we're afraid to express our ideas. We're kind of new wave, and and we're not a, we're not afraid to be interesting. Yeah. And and more European. Yeah. Frankly, you know. Yeah. Uh, what, what is a producer for those who are, you know, on, on, on the first rung of the ladder who are considering what, 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 what does being an, a, a, a good producer, which you are because you're, uh, there's evidence there su to suggest that what is a good producer? Um, I think, uh, for, in my mind, it's somebody who facilitates uh, the creative process for the director. It's, uh, the director comes up with the ideas It's and I help make them happen and I help make a nice safe environment and I look after them and I <laughs> guide them through it. And um, and shoot them down sometimes. Uh, yeah, you have to. Because yeah, yeah. Somet and sometimes it's like, 
you know, we have to be a bit realistic here. I mean, it's I will do as much as I can with the budget, but when you start to try and do things which aren't achievable on the budget, that won't work. Mm. It will. You're better off if you've. I, I think limitations are a great thing. Oh, I don't know why I'm making big hand gestures. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> they won't see them, but. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, limitations I like in a way because they can creativity can come out of that and that's that's the way I I would prefer mm-hmm. t- to work is kind of maybe try to t- t- turn something that seems a little bit negative into a positive it's kind of right okay it would be lovely to do that but we can't do that so mm-hmm. what we can we do that will deliver the same result or help us get past that and what will inevitably a, a lot of times yeah, what yeah. will happen is you come up with something that's better. Well, yeah, there's that kind of pasta it's sauce analogy. You, you know, you yeah. reduce the sauce and it becomes more concentrated and ultimately yeah. a better taste than pasta sauce. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and I think um, filmmaking is obviously collaborative and that's the most important thing mm-hmm. ab- about it because without that collaboration... Um, it's not as creative. Yeah. So the more, well, but it's still important that the director's voice is heard. So it's just maybe just watching the director and making sure that they're not being overwhelmed or mm-hmm. annoyed or, and that it is their voice that's been told and that they've been listened to. Um, so it's about, it's about supporting the director as well. Yeah. 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 What's, what's the, what would be the most common challenges that you would face on, on any given shoot? Um, uh, money, money is a big one. Yes, and <laughs> um, um, I don't know. There, it's. I, I think I just get on with it, and I, I, I just forget about challenges after it. <laughs> yeah, we dealt with it, kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. It's, yeah, that's yeah. done now. It's bobbing for apples. You didn't get. You know, you got one. You didn't get one. It's fine. Yeah, it's just about. I, I think. It's probably just keeping um, keeping on top of communication mm-hmm. and making sure everyone knows what everyone needs to know and when things are going to be happening and everything. And that can be a bit challenging because what tends to happen is that we've lived with that project, myself, the director and the production team have lived with that project and yeah. the planning of that project for weeks and weeks and weeks. And we've made decisions. And there's reasons why certain things are happening at certain times. Yeah. And then um, we've thought it all through and then you have on the first day you've got people coming in and you you hand over things to to the ADs and they start running the show and everything and they're mm-hmm. brilliant and amazing and um um and they know they're really aware of why things need to happen mm-hmm. at certain times but then you have maybe sometimes less ex- experienced crew um maybe in other departments and stuff and they're kind of it's being second guessed maybe sometimes it's like and what's your approach to that do, do you come from a, a place of kind of an encouragement and encouragement are, are you, it's kind a, of no, create no, a safe space for these people no, I'm, yeah I'm just kind of listening and kind of going no 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 no. this needs to happen because of this and actually sometimes people will suggest something you go oh feck it I've never thought of that <laughs> <laughs> to be actually fair. a better idea than I had feck but, it, but that's what it is I suppose really isn't it to amalgamate the best the common consensus of what where everything should go. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and find the you know the safest route to shore. 
Yeah, without overproducing as well. There is a kind of a tendency sometimes to sort of overthink things. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> um, being really dogmatic, and dogmatic is not a great way to be. Sometimes you have to have other, let, allow other people to let have people their do their jobs to do their jobs. You're mm. creating a space for them to do their jobs as well as the director as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, if you're being too dogmatic. And also, I think when you're working on lower budgets as well, it's kind of it's a bit of give and take. You know, you have to you you have to really appreciate and respect what people are doing for you. You know, and and just um, if they want to have their say, let them have their say because they're there. But never forgetting, not. but never forgetting that the producer's the boss. Like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but they really are. You know, but anything any it's gig I've been to on, people, yeah. it's a respect thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Quan. No, 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 no. It's just a, very much a case of a. a Understanding the process, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just going to ask a general question, just being a, a woman in film and television. Mm-hmm. Um, what has been the biggest obstacle for you since you've started? Um, I do think it's sometimes it's being heard. So uh, not being one of the boys can be a bit of a challenge as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like when I started in advertising 10 years ago, I could walk into a room and I might be the only woman at that table. That's changed a lot. I've, since then, I've walked into rooms with a director and he might be the only man in the room. <laughs> so that's yeah. nice to see. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it, it is, it's kind of being heard. And I'm a, I'm, I don't know, like I'm a little bit quiet anyway. Um, so, and you can have that actually in a room full of women as well. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's... Yeah, maybe not being heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or yeah. not being heard, or not like not being given the opportunity to be heard. Yeah, or to be not taken seriously. Um, I don't. I, I don't think I've ever had an issue with not being taken seriously. But then mm-hmm. again, maybe I can. Um, but that might be problematic in itself because maybe that's something that I just uh, you get used to it and you don't actually notice it and it's not mm-hmm. until somebody else points it out that you realize oh yeah oh yeah never actually realized yeah. that yeah why didn't I find my corner on that yeah but that obviously means that you were still he you were still heeding results you were getting results from your input and what you were doing yeah on I, on individual projects yeah and and collectively as well yeah but yeah. Do you put that down to kind of your own tenacity to kind of do what you've done and go, well, I'm not going to be affected by any of these bias or by this bias? or Yeah, no, just get on with it. I, I very much think right, uh, what other people think of you is their issue. It's not my issue. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just get on with it. And, you know, if if you meet, if somebody blocks you doing something, figure a way out a way around it rather than <laughs> yeah, sort yeah. of complaining about it. Just walk, it's kind of, yeah, right, you stay there. I'm just going to kind of, Go, go over here and just get on with it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe I just ignore it a little bit and just sort of get on with my just own do life. W- do what you're going to do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, from an uh, just to ask you a couple of questions about from an agency perspective. Um, what is it that excites you about somebody or a, a potential director or a creative? What what is it? Do you still do you get a buzz when you see somebody's work or when you meet somebody? How does that work? Um, yeah, it's a for fe- directors, for example. For director, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what excites me is something original, yeah. uh, um, and something that um, I respond to as well. Something that I get. Something that you know that a, a similarity mm-hmm. with. Um, um, 
I love people who are really good at performance and people who are really good at comedy and <laughs> and and um but the the most important thing to me is somebody who's not trying to be somebody else is somebody yeah. who's just being themselves mm-hmm. yeah and like an original voice an original voice yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um I love that <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's really good to hear. Um, what's been your favourite project to work on and why? That doesn't mean that you don't like all your other babies. Yeah, um, I loved, I exec produced Cat Calls last year with Kate Dolan. Yeah, we had Kate on, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, again, original voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, very um, kind of... It feminists. I, I was going to say without being on the nose, but like, but it, 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 but in an, in its own really strong way. It's yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. something that we've seen before. Um, and I think huge potential. By the way, she's going to want to do some really good oh, stuff. Oh, Kate's Kate's she's already on her way. Yeah, she's she is amazing. She actually uh, she came out to work for me before. I think it was before she actually started in IADT as um, a runner on one of the first shorts that I ever did. We, we go way back, me and Kate. No, but <laughs> what happened was uh, she she was um, on that as a a runner. Yeah. And then I think after she finished college, she came in and worked with me in Jumper. Mm-hmm. And then I signed her as a director. And uh, so that was really nice. She's gone on to do her own things now. She's uh, um, in features. She wants to focus on features at the moment. Um, And she's very much, she loves her genre, her horror and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not, um, I've done three horror films, but I don't, it's not something that I, I, I can't, I, 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 too scared to watch horror so I don't really, really. <laughs> yeah. it's not your forte it, yeah. no it's uh, um, I prefer comedy but yeah, uh, yeah. the the, um, the the short that we're doing now for Screen Ireland as well is kind of a comedy horror and okay. I'm loving that can one can you tell us uh, anything about it or who do, who's directing so uh, Jed Murray uh, ah, Jed, yeah, yeah he's one of the directors that I work with so he wrote the script and we applied a couple of years ago to Kildare County Council for funding and we got shortlisted but they actually they funded another one of our, our projects then not that one so uh, I kind of forgotten about it and then last year Jed said do you remember the preparing I said, yeah. He said, do you know, I think Fergal Costello would do an amazing job on that. So uh, we applied with Fergal uh, as the director and Jed had wrote, written the script. So um, and we changed the name to Something Doesn't Feel Right. And uh, so basically <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like about, a, you know, uh, your Hall- Halloween, a Friday the 13th slasher kind of killer. He's just like, he's just not feeling it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's so passe. <laughs> he's, he's just really, oh. he just... He, Life's just not, you know, it's not right. He's not getting a <laughs> kick out of it anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But it's great to turn a genre like that on its head as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. um, and it it was also because it's an ense- very much an ensemble piece. Yeah, um, yeah. So the cast that we got for it, amazing. We've got um, Ali Hardiman, oh, uh, yeah. Tony Cantwell, um John Doran, um, Ian McAvoy, and this really great new uh, guy. He's in the Lear, but um, he's graduating this year. So you're going to poach him just at the end? and Yeah, <laughs> Clinton Liberty. Amazing <laughs> cast. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's all kind of coming together. Yeah, no, yeah. it's amazing. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, Amy Hughes. <laughs> and Amy Hughes also. Yeah. <laughs> She'll love that. Um, yeah, squeezed her in at the end. Um, what about... Um, 
In terms of, have you any kind of, t- from a producing point of view, have you any tips for people who are, I suppose, like realistic advice for people who are putting in applications and looking for money? which is the biggest obstacle for filmmakers out there. Yeah, everybody has a great idea. I have a great script. I know a great screenwriter, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are the most common mistakes that you think people make when they're trying to get something up off the ground? What could they be doing better in terms of applications and stuff? Um, I think it's just re- re- being realistic about it as well. Don't try and do something epic for a, a small yeah. budget. Um, also... I hate kind of giving this kind of advice because it feels like that you're you're trampling on somebody's imagination. You should aim big and everything, but maybe for your first project, just try and do something achievable for what you're working with that you know is going to be good rather than yeah. trying to put challenges up there for yourself that are going to be insurmountable. So just make it realistic for you. Um, uh, so that you're, you're, you can focus on the creative and focus on... And not worrying about money and everything, you mm-hmm. know, I think. Um, get good casting um, and also um, listen. Um, oh, sorry, get good, work with experienced people as well. So yep. just uh, bring on an experienced crew. And if people are giving you advice, listen. Keep your own, fo- keep your own <laughs> ideas in yeah, focus yeah. as well. But, uh, you know, if, if a lot of people are sort of saying to you, no, it's not a good idea. And and you've got three or four people saying that to you, or, or because maybe you're trying to do something that's not going to really work. Listen to them, mm-hmm. and then just figure out a way ar- around it yeah. that you can get achieve what you need to achieve, but in a way that's going to work. Yeah, use yeah. your loaf. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but it's really easy. Also, don't be afraid to delegate and collaborate. People yeah. are there to help you. I, I think sometimes. Um, d- directors and producers when they're young and you're kind of a, um, less experienced you can be very suspicious of yeah, yeah. what other people want trust them <laughs> you know and if it doesn't work out you just you don't need to to work with them again but just mostly most people in this industry are really nice and they're to help you and they're there to help you achieve your vision mm-hmm. um so respect them listen to them and uh, take advantage of everything that you can learn from them as well and yeah. be nice and be respectful yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's great advice um <laughs> yeah it's simple really just you know Have manners. <laughs> yeah no. be nice no yeah. it's kind of common most sense people are but I, I i do get like like when you're young sometimes it's 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 kind of a youth thing i think you learn when you get older it's kind of like oh yeah <laughs> mm. what, what i've learned in that capacity is that you know if somebody is misbehaving or someone is you know when I say misbehaving, I mean not being the best version of themselves. Yeah. Particularly if they're in a position of power on a set. You have to try and figure out why they're behaving it's like nerves. that. It's nerves. Yeah, you, you know, people are not being very nice to people because they're scared. No, that's it. It's nerves. Yeah. And once you, you realise that, it's um, it's a good thing you can help them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. It's just, they're not meaning it. It's not, not themselves. It's just it's just nerves. Yeah. And... I, and um, I can completely understand that as well. It's yeah. kind of like this, particularly for directors and for, for writers, this means so much to them. They have lived with this project mm. for months and months and months or years and years and years. <laughs> and this is their big moment. What if it gets screwed up? Yeah. <coughs> and and um, 
your job actually as a producer is kind of to go, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll make sure it won't get screwed up. And, yeah. and it's also... Otherwise known as damage limitation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I totally get you. It's like uh, you're there to appease those worries. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, so it's about getting the right crew yeah. in place for that as well. And, um, and you know, really good crew. And we're really lucky in Ireland. We have amazing crew mm-hmm. who have amazing experience. And they know that as well. Then they recognize that this is nerves as well. And they'll support the director too. And it's just making sure that you have everyone there who who are really good at their job. Yeah, we're, we're very lucky. I mean, a lot of crew will lie down in traffic for you. They yeah, really they're will. amazing. Yeah. We are so lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, we've... And, oh God... Yeah, uh, yeah. And this guy and that girl and uh. I like uh, yeah. D- um, I love that. I love I love yeah. working with Irish crew. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part of your job? Um, Go. Putting a really good team together <laughs> and seeing it all working. Yeah. Yeah. And um, sometimes I think when you're producing, you're very busy getting everyone to the set and getting everyone there and sometimes when you just take a moment and you see everyone working together and something's really working really well and you that's amazing that's lovely yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. uh, symbiotic you're like oh this is incredible it's like it's the way everything is the way it everything is right with the world yeah yeah Yeah. it's just taking that moment and other it's brilliant (laughs) it's exciting yeah um can you tell us um, what's your favorite color? No, <laughs> no, I was gonna. Oh, color! Oh God, I really wasn't prepared for that. Um, what's uh, commonly what's the biggest challenge in your job on a day-to-day basis? Um, at the moment, it's probably trying to to keep getting work in you know it's yeah. sort of it's pitching it's just keeping everything going while you're waiting for some of the longer projects to to take off so that's kind of becoming a little bit challenging at the moment because it's so the m- market's so saturated like it's, it's saturated yeah and it's um so you and again it's that thing nobody really knows what's happening so sometimes you would be asked to maybe like you know pitch on a project and it may be a script that's not even passed yet and uh, uh you know so mm. um and yeah it's just uh, but you, you kind of you're always doing your best you're all you always want to put your best foot forward but it can be it can get a little bit disheartening sometimes when you're pitching 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 and then you're not getting it and then mm. you're not being told the reasons why you're not getting it and uh, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. That can be tough, but then when you get it, it's brilliant. Yeah, you get it shoot. makes it worthwhile. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it. And you forget about all the other stuff until it happens again. <laughs> which, which leads us nicely into a question we often ask people on the podcast: uh, How do you deal with rejection? I allow myself to be angry for uh, the rest of that day, and then I get up the next morning and it's done. Because yeah. I really do think. Um, if you didn't get something, it may not necessarily be anything you did. Um, you can't take it personally it's because it's not generally, it's not personal. So you just have to kind of like allow yourself to be pissed off, be angry, be mm-hmm. sad. But the next day, get up and pff, take, you know, be ready for the next challenge or, you know, you just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't, I, I really, I think I, you, I might allow myself to give out about it that day. But there's no point 
keeping on giving out about it because there's nothing you can do about it. It's other people's issues. It's not your issue. <laughs> yeah. How do you when? So when do you give up a project? When do you give up on something? Um. Or is there is there a black and white kind of, you know, is there like is there a point where somebody should be discarding a project? I, um, or does it just it looks after itself, it wipes its own eye? As I it think were? It, yeah, it'll it'll either does you know fade off into the distance. <laughs> um, I, I don't think like I, I mean I think I have lots of shells with lots maybe of maybe piles. Yeah, yeah, they're still there. <laughs> <laughs> but you Google know, Drive full of uh, yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, you might go back to them, but it's um, you know some things are just not going to happen at that time. But they <laughs> might happen sometime down the line, or they may never happen. So they're never discarded, really. No, no, they're there. They're yeah. in the ether. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, you might stop working on them, but it's like because something else comes in that you have to focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's often the case. A lot of directors say that they were working on something and they have to put it away for whatever reason. Uh, because it the the time is just not right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of material. There's there's a lot of projects from a lot of female creatives I know, mm -hmm. who had I ideas that would have been dismissed in the past. But now people are falling all over themselves for them. Absolutely, yeah. which is uh, I suppose uh, one of the better examples of that. Yeah, and it may not be that that exact iteration of the project that you have. No, but the kernel of it, or, yeah, or yeah. something. You yeah. know, the the, the, the main car. It's something in it. That's gestating. That needs to be, uh, I suppose, uh, excavated. Uh, excavated. I can't say the word. Um, sound. Thanks. No worries. <laughs> Thank you. That was great. I really appreciate you coming in for the chat. It's been really nice. Um, yeah. yeah. And have you anything coming up that people should? Any um, shorts or anything or anything doing festivals or anything? Uh, well, something doesn't feel right. Will be on in July in Galway, Lovely. and then. Um, uh, myself, uh, Fergal and Jed, I've just produced two short films with them, which are part of a project called Motion Poems. Mm -hmm. um, so they're actually going to be premiering in the States next month. And then um, we'll probably be doing screenings of those around. So Ireland for the then. two people who listen to the podcast in the States. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be hoping to get those out to festivals here as well. Lovely. Um, yeah. Exciting times. Yeah. Uh, continued success. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks very Thanks much. Thanks a Cheers. Hello. You're very welcome to the Alison Spittle Show advertisement. With me, Alison Spittle. I'm a comedian and podcaster. I've been doing this podcast for the past two years and I love it. I've had past guests like Colin McGorman, Tara Flynn, Sophie Hagen, Deborah Francis White, and future guests like Sharon Horgan. So please tune in to my podcast. You can find it on the Headstuff Podcast Network or wherever you can find podcasts, go for it.